Are you ready to know what you don't know about Privacy Pros? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast by KZN Privacy Experts. The podcast to launch, progress and excel your career as a Privacy Pro. Hear about the latest news and developments in the world of privacy. Discover fascinating insights from leading global privacy professionals. And hear real stories and top tips from the people who've been where you want to get to. We're an official IAPP training partner. We've trained people in over 137 countries and counties. So, whether you're thinking about starting a career in data privacy, or you're an experienced professional, this is the podcast for you. Hi everyone and welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast. My name is Jamila and I'm a data privacy analyst at Kazian Privacy Experts. I'm primarily responsible for conducting research on current and upcoming legislation as well as any key developments and decisions by supervisory authorities. With me today as my co-host is Jamal Ahmed, a fellow of information privacy and CEO at Kazian Privacy Experts. He is an established and comprehensively qualified privacy professional with a demonstrable track record solving enterprise-wide data privacy and data security challenges for SMEs through complex global organizations. He is a certified information privacy manager, certified information privacy professional, certified EU GDPR practitioner, master NLP practitioner, Prince2 practitioner, and he holds a Bachelor of Arts in Business with Law. He is a revered global privacy thought leader, world-class trainer, and published author for publications such as Thomson Reuters, The Independent, Euronews, as well as numerous industry publications. To date, he has provided privacy and GDPR compliance solutions to organizations across six continents and in over 30 jurisdictions, helping to safeguard the personal data of over a billion data subjects worldwide. Welcome, Jamal. Hi, Jamila. Nice to be back. And I'm so happy today because we've got one of my good friends on the podcast, why don't you tell us who that is? I'm excited for our guest as well. With us today, we've got Adnan Zuel, who works within compliance, privacy and risk for KPMG, with 10 years of experience working for two of the big four. Adnan specializes in risk and is responsible for educating other employees on using progressive systems and applications in a compliant and risk-averse way. Adnan is a powerful force in the workplace and uses his positive attitude and tireless energy to encourage others to work hard and succeed. He's inspired daily by his two daughters and in his free time, he likes to hike, travel and play football competitively. Welcome, Adnan. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, Jamila. Welcome, Jamal. How are you guys? Good. I'm great. Thank you, Adnan. How's it going? Good, thanks. Good. So as we always do, we'll start off with an icebreaker question. So what is one thing that can instantly make your day better? Payday, I guess. <laughs> and that was that's today. That's so, today. Yeah, my, my day feels better, actually. Payday's today. Well, yeah, payday's today. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just remembered, actually, you reminded me. <laughs> so there you go. Your day is instantly better. What about you, Jamal? A cup of tea makes my day instantly better. Does it? Yeah, oh. absolutely. And good news. Yeah. If someone shares good news with me, that instantly makes my day better. I get really happy for them. Uh, what makes your day better? When Uber Eats sends me a discount code. Ah, uh, that's true. That's a that good makes, one. That, that makes... I refuse to do Uber Eats. I refuse to do Just Eat. Yeah, what about I, delivery? No, I don't want food delivered to me through an app. If I want the food, I will go and get it myself. Yeah, but you've got a car. You can select pickup on Uber Eats. 
Yeah, but why am I going to pay the extra? Why don't I just give the money directly to the restaurant so they can have the full amount without a big 25% cut? So I wouldn't do it if they don't give you the discount. When they give you the discount, then it's worth it. <laughs> and I just live far away from any of the restaurants. The good halal restaurants takes me maybe an hour to walk to. So when it's raining on a Friday night, no. I'm going to give you the phone number for my brother-in-law who's in Cardiff and he will hook you up, Jamila. Thanks. <laughs> See, that's made my day instantly better. What a good start to the podcast. Right, let's get into the questions. So Adnan, how did you first come across Jamal and the Privacy Pros Academy and what drew you to it? Someone who's already SIPI qualified, you work for the big four, so why the academy, I guess? I worked with Jamal a number of years ago, so that's how I how I know him, and we, we had a good friendship then. Mm-hmm. And I was just observing privacy in general, in terms of the types of fines that a lot of the big companies were getting. I had a lot of experience working within privacy, but I wanted to be the best within that field, and I felt Jamal was the person to go to with regards to that and being able to improve and get to that elite level so that's the main reason why I chose Jamal uh, because I know him firsthand and mm-hmm. so I already have that experience with him I know with Jamal that he simplifies things so and I'm someone that likes information to be concise and straight to the point so that's why I knew I could definitely work with Jamal and go on this journey with him. Jamal what was it like having a friend of yours on the program? You know what? Actually, it was really fascinating having a friend of mine join the program. As I said, we worked together at the Financial Ombudsman Service for many years and we built a really great friendship. And throughout that course, we got to really know each other quite well. So I know Adran's strengths. I know the strength of his character. And I knew just how much potential there was waiting to be untapped from Adnan if he was to take the previous Pros Accelerator program. And I think at the same time, Adnan, because he knew me, he liked me and he trusted me from when he'd worked with me in the past, he could see that this is an actual way for me to get that clarity, get that confidence and get that credibility. Now, the thing sometimes when you know someone is you have all of these misconceptions or you have these ideas ahead. So sometimes when you are actually going through the strategy call with someone you know, it's a completely different experience to when you go through the strategy call with someone you don't know. And for everyone who's listening who doesn't know what a strategy call is, the strategy call is the application call that you make if you want to join the Privacy Pros Accelerator program. So this program that we have is very exclusive. It's only for three people, three times a year. It's a very exclusive program. We only take on nine people for the whole year. And to be one of the three people on the program, you have to go through a roadmap to success strategy call. And on that strategy call, it's an opportunity for me to really get to know you where you are right now and understand where you want to be. And during that strategy call, what we look at is where you are now and where you want to be. And if the five steps, the five pillars that we have on the program is the bridge to get from where you are now to get to your ideal goals. If it is, then I make you an offer to join the program, provided the program is the right fit for you and you are the right fit for the program. And because we already had this great relationship, the roadmap success flowed really well. And it was just was now about Adnan deciding whether he wants to go ahead and commit or not. Because I remember initially when we first started the Privacy Pros Academy this year, Adnan actually jumped onto one of our calls. And at that time, uh, he decided it wasn't right for him. And then a few months later, he actually came back and he went applied again. And this time he decided to jump in with both feet 
And um, we'll hear in a minute about how that's worked out for you. When you first jumped on the strategy call back in January and you decided you wasn't going to go through the program, what changed from you from that time to more recently where you decided, hang on a minute, I'm going to have another go at this. And this time you decided to move forward. A lot of it was dependent on a lot of the other people that were within the program and seeing their results. I knew that it would bring me success in January, but just seeing that just gave it that confirmation that essentially that, you know, people with far less experience than me that did, didn't know much about privacy compared to myself. And I actually had the SIPI already to add to that. That's one of the things you said to me in the second strategy call is your background is actually quite stronger than my previous intake in terms of your experience within the market. I can pretty much guarantee you will be successful if you go into this program. And your confidence in the second call just made me realize that, you know, if Jamal is this confident, like I know he wouldn't just say this for no reason. And you even gave me a guarantee. You will get to wherever you need to, whatever your goals are. And I guarantee that you will achieve that at the end of the program. Uh, So it was that confidence from Jamal that made me think it's a no brainer to take this. The program works. We follow a proven methodology. We have the five pillars and the program is designed to work. So we can guarantee that the program works. And what I want to make sure is that we only invite people onto the program who are actually going to follow those five steps to get to the ideal life that they want, the life that they tell me about and the one that you described to me. And I'm so grateful that we managed to help you to get over that bridge very, very quickly before you even uh, completed the last third of the program. But the reason I was so confident is number one is because I know this works. We've seen it work a number of times, and over the years, it's actually what's worked for me, what's worked for my family, what's worked for the people who I've mentored. And now that we're offering this as a mentoring program, we can see that people with no previous experience, people with no legal background, people with no IT background are starting off on the program, and 12 weeks later, they are doubling their salaries. 12 weeks later, they are increasing their income. 12 weeks later, they are living the life of their dreams working for a company in a role where they have meaning, where they are valued and where they are respected. And when you came on to the strategy call, knowing what I already know about you, knowing how motivated you are, knowing how much of a hard worker you are, knowing how much of a great positive attitude you have, I could see by taking you through this process of the academy and transforming you and adding to the potential that you already have, people would snap you up And that's exactly what happened. So Jamila, over to your next question. So I've heard through the grapevine that you had four interviews in a week and you got offers from all four companies that you interviewed with. What was that experience like? What happened there? And which one did you go for? I mean, all praise to God for that happening. It was a strange feeling, to be honest with you. Sometimes you think things like that actually put you in a bit of an awkward position. If it's never happened to you, you don't know what to do. I've had two offers before and that's when you can sort of make a decision more easily. But when you've got four on the plate, it is quite difficult. And especially a lot of the recruiters and even the internal staff are trying to convince you to go with them. Especially one of the interviews was actually a two-stage, but they just cut it to one stage straight away and said, "Wow!" and said, look, there's no need for a second stage. You know your stuff. We want you. I actually said no to them. And it was very difficult because thinking in the back of my mind, this person's giving you a lot of confidence and putting all the eggs in one basket. So it is hard to say no in those situations. But the one that I went with was a company in the tech sector and they're within uh, journalism. And mm-hmm. I found that quite interesting. Well, they get the third most clicks after Facebook and Google. So they're massive. Mm-hmm. And the person that was speaking to me, the interview was very short. It was like 20 minutes. And I really liked that because I was like, you know what? This is really refreshing. Normal interviews are like one hour. 
one hour, two hours, there's like so many stages. It's like there's no need for like too many questions. Just ask the questions that I want to know. That's what I really liked about him. I was like, you're straight to the point and you're direct. And, you know, that matches myself, you know. So I know that if I'm doing well at that company, he'll tell me. And if I'm not, he'll tell me as well. And that's what I need. So that's why I went with with him. Big company. And he seemed like a person that will be good to work with. And I think Jamal's worked with him as well. He said good stuff about him. I felt confident in that as well. This is amazing. Like one of the things about privacy, it's such a small space. And that's why it's so important that we focus on building our personal brands because our reputation often precedes us. But Adna, one of the things you mentioned there was you had four different companies, recruiters, the internal recruiters trying to convince you. Now, when I speak to most people who haven't completed the program or people who ask me for advice, or the, the, the biggest problem is them trying to convince somebody they should give them a chance and hire them. Mm-hmm. Some people can't even convince other people to get an interview. The fact that you didn't have to convince anyone to hire you and they were trying to convince you to pick their company over the other offers you had, how did that feel? <laughs> Usually you're the one chasing the recruiter. Like, you know, when are you going to get back to me? When are you going to tell me what's happening with my interview? When are you going to give me feedback, even if you didn't get through? It was like going to the other side where they're chasing you and they're asking you, like, when are you going to let us know? Some of them have to say, look, I'm going to let you know tomorrow. Let me think about it. It's not like all the things that used to happen to me is happening to them now where they're chasing me as opposed to me chasing them. I guess it's important to still stay humble within those periods and not to get carried away with it. Anything can change in life. So uh, that's one of the things I try to stay level-headed about it. And I know at the end of the day, those companies were great companies to work for as well. I had to select one at the end of the day, and I just went with the one that I felt was best for me. God willing, it is. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the problems you described having was you're having too many offers. Have you had that level of success anywhere before? No, especially at those levels of salary as well. Never. What do you think was the difference that made the difference for somebody who was just normal and was struggling to get job opportunities or even interviews to somebody who is being chased down and saying, don't let him walk out the door without signing the contract? I think because I went to a lot of interviews and I spoke to yourself, Jamal, a lot about the interviews, we sort of summed it up and realized there's a process within these interviews. I started telling Jamal that I think it's a numbers game and it's luck. And Jamal was saying, no, it's not luck. There are things that they're looking out for. And that's what you have to demonstrate. Once you told me what those things are and how I should demonstrate them, I realized that that's all I had to do was you go in there and you know there are certain questions they're definitely going to ask you in an interview. And it's about answering them really well. You know what's going to come up. So it's like having the answers to an exam paper. If you know the answers, you should be able to answer the question really well. And then the second thing, you have to show them that you're a cultural fit they work with you, you're not just going to be boring, you're going to be a fun person, you're going to bring something to the table that they want to work with you. And I was able to demonstrate those things slowly, but surely. And I guess one thing is when you start getting offers as well during the week, and you got another interview, you know, you got an offer, you're a bit more relaxed during the process. So you're just okay, you know, if I get it, I get it, but I already have something in place anyway. Your attitude changes, not in an arrogant way, but I think that confidence kind of lays into, they kind of feel that, okay, this guy's in demand for some reason. And it's weird how it works. How do you think the actual mentoring aspects of the program helped you to demonstrate that confidence, that credibility, and that you are now a world-class privacy professional that brings a lot of value to the table to these organizations? For sure. Paul is also on our program and he's got a lot of privacy experience, as do I. And, you know, a lot of these concepts that we learned during our career, they just are simplified within the program. So when they ask you those complex questions, because we went through the core program, we can answer them. To be fair, the interviewers are most impressed by that because they don't want to hear 
too much jargon. That's the difference is being able to simplify complex information. And you get that on the program. I think that's the main thing that flowed through in the interviews from a technical aspect. One of the things that really promise on the program is clarity, confidence and credibility. And what you've described there just sums that up. So when you're able to answer a question without the jargon and you can really reduce it, you're being clear and concise. And because you're clear and concise, it shows that you have confidence in your answers, that you don't have to waffle for three minutes to convince them that you know your stuff. You know your stuff and you tell them in a very clear and plain way that makes sense to everyone. And because you're clear and you're confident, they can see that you are a credible candidate. That's right. So Jamal mentioned a little bit earlier about personal branding. How did you feel about those classes and how did they help you? That's something I guess that's quite unique about the academy is the personal branding kind of aspects to it. It's very unique. If you were to jump onto a privacy course with some of the other competitors, and which I did look into, you don't get that same personal touch. It feels more like a numbers game. Obviously, at the end of the day, every business needs to make money, right? There seems like there's no like actual element of getting personally involved with that person and understanding that person's journey and adding things onto that person. And that's what Jamal does is he actually takes his own time out and really looks at how he can improve your personal branding. Um, I remember there was times when we would have a call from six to eight and Jamal would still be there till nine, like looking through my branding and trying to improve it. That time and effort you would not get from any other program. The personal branding is crazy. Like the LinkedIn, the amount of attention that it gets when you're posting. Obviously, my CV was improved a lot as well to really get all the experience that I have in there. It's just crazy how much recruiters are still contacting me now and I'm not even posting anymore. <laughs> and it's uh, it's like, and that's why I've actually stopped posting for a while because I just can't keep saying no. Like so many people keep messaging and saying, we've got this job, we've got this job, we've got that job. And it's just like, how many people can you keep turning right. down like every week? <laughs> this is making me smile. This is music to my ears. One of the things I promised Adnan is I said, Adnan, we're going to teach you the strategies and we're going to work on your personal brand so much that you will be magnetically attracting opportunities to you without ever having to apply for a job. Have I fulfilled that? Yeah, definitely. I've not applied for any of these roles that I've gone for. I didn't have to do anything. It just came to me. Jamal was obviously saying that we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Were you a little bit sceptical ever? Did you think, mm, sounds a bit too good to be true? I don't know if I was sceptical. Jamal explained why we're doing everything. Say that, look, why are we adding these hashtags or why are we doing this? Just ask me and I'll tell you the science behind it. LinkedIn works on like an algorithm. So there's certain things that you can add and say that will bring more attention to your profile. Like Jamal was saying, like only a small percentage of people actually post on LinkedIn. So just by you posting, it puts you in the small percentage of people that are doing it. It was quite interesting types of people that would get in touch with you as well and people that will comment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you see a range of different people and good. It's always good to experience new things and do new things. Um, what was your favourite part of the academy? The classes. I really enjoyed my Tuesdays and Thursdays with Jamal. And like, I'm not someone that really likes having that structure when I know, oh, like, you know, you have to go to work from nine to five, for example. I don't really like that kind of structure. But with Jamal's classes, I, um, strangely, I was looking forward to it. It wasn't like really a learning session as such it was more like a an interactive session it doesn't matter like if you don't know something you know he will try and help you as much as he can for you to understand that concept it was fun actually it was actually quite a fun session so i really enjoyed it oh that makes me so happy <laughs> you made my day <laughs> you didn't have to drink tea as well <laughs> and were those the classes theory classes or were they the mindset class the mindset classes were really good 
I enjoyed that. I did a few courses on like um, coaching and it went back to my days of studying like psychology. It was quite interesting, actually. I find all that stuff fascinating in general. But I really like the learning aspect of it. Like when we're talking about the GDPR and, for example, international data transfers, stuff about the legal basis, uh, the principles of data protection, all of that simplified uh, to that level was really, really good. The way Jamal structures thing is not for you to just go there and then after you forget, right? He structures it in a way for you to remember. So when I go to interviews, they can really tell that he knows his stuff because I actually do know it because it's all stuck into my brain um, because of the way Jamal's taught it to us. is that it's been designed, the course has been designed for you not to forget and for you to remember everything that you've learned from Jamal in a very structured manner. So you'd already done your SIPI before coming onto the course. So did you still benefit from those classes? Yeah, definitely. The SIPI is you're studying a textbook at the end of the day doing past um, exam questions so that's what you're doing and a lot of the time like with most exams people can't say that they remember everything that they did during their GCSEs or during their A-levels right you can't even remember what you wrote as an answer and that's because you've gone to these lessons where there's about 30 people and you might have had so many questions at the time and you couldn't really ask them because you want to go for lunch or you have other things in your mind and that's the difference here very concise there's only three people in the sessions a lot of the time it was just me and Moji as well. So there's two people in the class. It's, you have that direct attention from someone that's an expert in the field. Okay? So having that extra attention as well as Jamal giving you a structure for you to remember is something that's different. It's very different to studying for the SIPI to actually have an interactive session and learning everything that the SIPI is actually teaching you, but putting it in a practical manner where, that you can use within your professional line of work. And it's actually made me improve my current job as well. And obviously my new employees are going to benefit as well. Jamal, if someone was listening and they've done the SIPI, but they're still interested in maybe coming on the programme, but maybe they think, you know, there's not anything more for them to learn. What would you say to that? If you're interested and you've already acquired the SIPI, then great. That's awesome. But... The challenge I find and the problem most of us find when we get to the higher end of the privacy professional peers is that anyone that's self-studied to pass an exam, that's all they've done. They've just passed an exam. They lack the clarity that they need. They lack the confidence and they feel like they're an imposter. And a lot of people talking about self-imposter syndrome. It's because all they've done is learn how to pass a book. They don't own this stuff. So Adnan speaks about he remembers everything, right? It's not that he's memorized what I've said. He knows everything because he's got it from a level because it's been ingrained in his DNA because that's the level of clarity that I've given him as a professional, as someone who's been doing this for a long time, as someone who's got this range of experience. I've exposed him to all of the experience that I've had and I've explained from my experience so he doesn't have to go and make those mistakes and learn the hard way. I've actually, he sat with a mentor, someone who's been there, done it, and I've shown him how it's done. I've shown him how this stuff applies and I've explained what this stuff does in a way that's so clear to him that he feels like he owns this material and is part of him. He doesn't have to think about it. He doesn't have to remember something. He doesn't have to regurgitate a piece of text and read out an article and expect someone to understand what he's talking about because he owns this because he's got the clarity that he needs. He's confident that he knows this. And now he's a world-class privacy professional who is applying this in his role and will continue to apply this, and he will only see the return of investment for that. And this is what's made him so valuable that four companies were fighting to hire him. And now I know Adnan's very humble and he hasn't mentioned this, but he's actually managed to achieve an increase in his salary by 30%. 
And one of the things he said to me is, this is life-changing for me. In terms of <laughs> the increase in salary, yes, definitely. It is life-changing compared to where I am now and where I'm going to be. All praises to God. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy about the increase. And, you know, so hopefully you can go on a few more holidays once all this COVID stuff is over. Yeah, it's about transforming your lifestyle as well, isn't it? It's not just about having more money. It's about what does that money allow you to do? Like we all know privacy is very rewarding. And when you become a world-class privacy professional, it gives you a full transformation of your lifestyle. And that's why I spend so much time asking people at the beginning, what are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your hobbies? To really make sure that we understand whether we can help you to achieve those goals through this program or not. Come back to the question that you asked is, if someone's already got the certifications, does it make sense for them to come on the program? Well, I'm not sure if it does or not. It might, for some people, it might not for others. It really depends on what their goals are and whether they've actually grasped this stuff as the same level as Adnan has now grasped it, or if they've only grasped it as he had previously grasped it and he'd learned how to uh, pass an exam by studying a textbook and looking at some past paper exams. So for those people who want clarity, who want confidence, who want credibility, and they want to be seen as a person of value in the privacy sector, they want to be a world-class privacy professional, then it absolutely makes sense. For those people who just want to get by and who just want to be able to tick boxes and do templates, then for them, they've got different goals and I respect those goals, but it's probably not going to be the right program for them because they would not have the right mindset. They would not be the right fit. This program is for highly driven and ambitious people who want to be the best they can possibly be. And because I knew Adnan, I knew how motivated he was. I knew how he was so committed to being the best he can be. And we can hear this in everything that he's saying while he's still remaining and having that humility in him. This is exactly the kind of person that makes this program great. And the honest truth is, I don't do anything special on the program. The real people that attend the program, my mentees, they are the stars and they're the people who are celebrated. So whenever you see results on the program, whenever you see people have achieved great things, we attribute that success firstly to God, but then to that individual. There is nothing I've done. I'm just a mentor. I've just given them a little bit of guidance, right? I did not beat anything into you. I did not change anything. All I did was, first of all, we went through the five pillars. You have a look at your mindset. And you said you've already done coaching, you've done these things. So I already knew that you have someone that is always has a positive mindset. You want to see how you can be the best version of yourself. So this program is for people who want to be the best version of themselves. They want to unlock that potential. They just don't know how. Adnan was one of those great individuals, just like all of the other mentees that we have in the program and that we have on the wait list, who fits the definition of the ideal person for this program. There is nothing I do on this program that doesn't come from within the mentee themselves. And that is why it's so powerful is because we take people who genuinely want to be the best they can possibly, who want to become world-class privacy professionals, and we take them through the process, we look at their mindset, we make sure they have that subject matter expertise where they have clarity of understanding. We help them gain that world-class credibility. We help them with their personal branding and we make sure they have all of the practical experiences to make sure they put all of those things together and now they go out onto the world where they are now an elite world-class privacy professional in as little as 12 weeks and they have organizations, employers and recruiters fighting for them to sign their contract. So if that sounds like that's in line with what you want to achieve and that's the kind of goals that you have and you want to be just as valuable as Adnan is to organizations, then the program is right for you. And there's a reason why it's limited to three people. It's because three is the number that I can give that individual dedicated focus to. Three is the number of people I can think about 
Three is the number of people that we have from our internal team that can support these people every second of every day to get them from where they are now to where they need to get to by the time they graduate from the program. What Adnan hasn't explained yet is it's not just me that people invest in, they invest in the academy and all of the support that comes from the academy, not just from me, but the real stars in the business, which is my team, which is people like Sharan, people like Ananya, and all of the other world-class privacy professionals in the Signal community. We are always working for them in the background. I'm just the face of it, right? I deliver the classes, I come up with the concepts based on my experience, but I have a powerful team behind me who do all the heavy lifting to make sure that people like Adnan, people like Zainab, people like Fayaz, people like Moji, people like Paul, people like Sarah, who is joining, people like Audrey, people like Rashid, who are joining the program and having this amazing journey, have the best possible experience they could possibly have. Sharan is always available for any sort of questions that I have. I would always ask Sharan and he would clarify exactly what I have to do. There would be a place where there's a lot of documents that you can access. You're talking about our library that we make available to all of our mentees. So there's like a library of resources there. So for every single topic that you need to know, there's so much data and it's always kept up to date. So you're able to, first of all, understand what's happening in the privacy world. And secondly, you can really apply that within your current job. If you want to do a record of processing activities, all the material is there for you to do it in the best possible way. If you want to do a subject access request, all the material is there. If you want to do a privacy notice, all the material is there. Good thing about it is there won't be too much material. It will just be what you need which is relevant. And that just uh, cuts all the stuff that you don't need when you're doing all these kind of activities at work. Okay, this is what I have to use to write the best privacy notice. And, and that's what's amazing about all the resources. So it's very good and straight to the point. What about the community aspects of it? A lot of the members are outside of the UK. They're, you know, everyone's very friendly. And uh, what's good is being with people that are like-minded. If they've joined the course, they obviously see things similar to yourself. You keep people that, that have the same goals as you and same ambitions and aspirations. That's what's good about the communities. A lot of them are in the same place as you, or they might be further on or behind, but everyone helps everyone and everyone sees everyone as equal. And we all try to help each other get through the program in the best way possible. Communities are amazing and you carry on with the community even after you're done. You always keep up to date with the best practices. Yeah, and I think that's one of my favourite aspects of the program is attracting people who have similar goals, who have similar mindset from anywhere in the world and they're all coming together on the Privacy Pros Accelerator program and we're all working together towards one common purpose which is to really help businesses to protect their personal data and to make sure that the individuals are honored with the right to their privacy so that they can enjoy the fundamental rights and freedoms. And everyone that comes on board is a part of our mission of being able to protect and safeguard the personal data of every single person on the planet. One of the reasons I set up this program is because when I started Kazian Privacy Experts, uh, one of our missions was to empower every organization on the planet to safeguard people's personal data. One of the things I quickly realized is regardless of how big we are as a consultancy, it's going to be very difficult for us to empower every single organization just by ourselves. So that's when we started looking and attracting opportunities to go and advise governments. We can advise governments and they can bring in these policies and we've taken care of that country. We've taken care of that continent. We've taken care of that jurisdiction. But we actually still need to create more world-class privacy professionals with the same values, with the same ethics, with the same moral compass and with the right attitude to go out there and make the difference. 
And that's why we've got the Privacy Pros Academy is so that we can fulfill that mission of being able to empower every single organization on earth to safeguard people's personal data. Now, although the Privacy Pros Accelerator program is limited to three or four times a year, we still have the CIPPE training, we still have the CIPM mentoring. In the future, we're going to have more and more courses. So regardless of where people are in the world, regardless of what financial resources and financial constraints they have, there is going to be something for every single person listening, right? That's my promise to you. Just give us enough time. We will make sure that we create valuable learning experiences, valuable mentoring opportunities for every single person, wherever you are in the world. Right now, I know some people in South Asia, I know some people in Africa are desperate to get onto one of our courses, but because of the, the currency situation, they find it unaffordable or inaccessible. So we are working on things to make it as accessible. And one of the things that you can see that we're doing and working so hard on is creating as many valuable resources as we can that we can share and no cost at all. So we're summarizing the enforcement actions. We've created an easy peasy version of the GDPR. I go and do a live training every single week, which is available for free to anyone with a Facebook account and doing the Facebook group at no cost at all. And this is all part of our commitment to giving back. The biggest gift that we have to the world is this Privacy Pros podcast. Right now it's enjoyed by thousands of people in 71 countries around the world and counting. I look forward to bringing more great content, bringing more valuable guests on this podcast and sharing our gift with the world. You're very busy. You've got two daughters. You're hiking, you're traveling. It's a 12-week program, but it's quite intense. What would you say to someone who's thinking, mm, I've got other commitments, you know, family commitments. I'm not sure I have the time. At the beginning, it does take up a lot of time because you're adjusting. You have to essentially do a lot of tasks that Jamal will set you in terms of sort of like homework, um, attending the sessions. But I think after the first month just to it and you sort of understand okay this is how I'm meant to be essentially doing these summaries on LinkedIn and this is how I'm meant to be doing some of the tasks that are set so I think gradually it's fine but it's always important to have that conversation with whoever it is that's going to take over uh, doing those responsibilities and letting them know that you know you're on a life-changing journey and just those 12 weeks will make a big difference to your whole life you know three months of sacrifice um, the bigger picture which is you know, a successful career and also giving back, as Jamal says, to the privacy space. My mom and dad are like very proud of me. Um, I was able to you know, go to that next level in my career. They don't like to praise me too much because they like to keep me level-headed. Yeah. So in general, I think they can see changes. Like I'm obviously more happier because I feel like I'm going to a career that I really like. Um, although it's been great at KPMG and learning aspects of privacy there is great, but going on to this next phase, uh, you know, with a massive tech company is where I really want to be. They can definitely say I'm more driven and, you know, I spend more time studying and reading and I'm always showing interest in different areas of privacy and I think they can see that. And I'm starting to watch like a lot of different programs on TV that's like more related to the privacy space and even like general news, I'm watching it and relate it back to privacy as opposed to anything else. They notice those kind of small little things. Like I have more of a purpose now in terms of where I'm going. I see more direction, what I want to do, uh, where I see the future, uh, where I want to be in a year, where I want to be in five years. That's a lot thanks to the program. I think it's important for everyone, even if you don't join the program, to have those milestones so you can compare yourself from where you wanted to be and where you are and 
you know, it doesn't matter if you don't hit those milestones, but at least you know where you are and where you want to go after. What would have happened if you hadn't joined the program? I think if I didn't join the program, I could get to where I am now, but it would have just taken much more longer. It would have probably taken, I'd say, probably a year to two years longer. So it saved me at least a year of my life. So that's significant because time is something you can't buy, right? It's significant. Saved you time and earned you some more money. <laughs> no comment on the second part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no evil eyes. <laughs> mashallah, mashallah. So we like to always end the podcast with having the guest ask Jamal a question. Jamal, how did you get into privacy? I first got into privacy in the first role that I had when I graduated. I, I used to work for a business consultancy out in Chelmsford. One of the things I used to advise businesses on is compliance. At that time, we had the Data Protection Act in 1998. And of course, you had the principles and it was the registration. Funnily enough... I was the best person at that organization when it came to talking about data privacy consultancy. For me, it was something that was always interesting to me. When the GDPR started coming around, I was very early on the ball on that. I remember reading it and looking at it and I was like, this is never going to happen, right? There is no way big tech companies, there is no way some of these big capitalist organizations are ever going to let this see the day of light. And you know what? To my surprise, they announced that it's going to come into force in 2018. Because of the passion I have for upholding people's rights, because of the passion I have about upholding trust and making sure that people are actually treated in a fair way and they're respected. And because I could see how data is often misused and abused in terrible ways, I felt like this is where I can make a difference to the world. I felt like this is the thing that I can do that is going to let me be my best version of myself. And this is what I can do to have an impact greater than my own life and help people. I just wanted to help businesses and help customers of those businesses. As I got more and more into this, I was like, it's not enough just to help a business and just to help their customers or their stakeholders. I, I need to, you know, think big and I need to help the world. And then I made it my mission to make sure that we empower every organization on this planet to uphold those basic human rights and that basic human right to privacy. So that's what really got me into privacy. But when you listen to my podcast, the initial one, the first one and the third one, I go a little bit deeper into my personal journey and how I got into privacy and what led me there. Thank you for the question and thank you very much for appearing on today's podcast. It's been a really interesting one. I know Jamal's enjoyed this podcast. I think he always likes to uh, listen to what his mentees have to say about the program. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you'd share on the program. Now, I just want to make sure that even before you finish the program, I want you to know that I'm so proud of you. And all the hard work and all the heavy lifting and all the results is actually down to you. And you alone, you put the work in, you showed up, you decided to invest in the program. So it's all thanks to you. And of course, we attribute all praise to Allah. But I want you to make sure that you take ownership for this success. And you know that it was all down to you. And if you can achieve this now, I just want you to imagine all of the possibilities that wait for you as you travel through your career. Thank you. Thank you, Jamal. Thank you, Jamila. Nearly made me cry then. Um, but thank <laughs> you. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, like and share so you're notified when a new episode is released. Remember to join the Privacy Pros Academy Facebook group where we answer your questions. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're leaving with some great things that will add value on your journey as a world-class Privacy Pro. Please leave us a four or five star review. And if you'd like to appear on a future episode of our podcast, 
or have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear more about, please send an email to team at kzent.co.uk. Until next time, peace be with you.